Hey everyone, welcome to the Overflow Podcast, where pastor, author, speaker, and consultant Jim Stern explores various benefits and blessings of life lived in the overflow of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's love. There is so much to discover, to learn, to feel, and to see when God goes first and we live in the overflow. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. We're here to another edition for another edition of the Overflow. Overflow, we're getting after it of life lived in the Father, the Son, in the Holy Spirit, and all the good juju. Whatever platform you listen to this on, if it's a podcast or if it's on our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, Make sure you hit the notification, a little ding-a-ling, to make sure that you get all of the uh, latest and greatest content we're dropping. We're dropping stuff every week, and everything that we do in Trexo is intended to light kingdom fires. Man, we are in this to win it. We're in it to give you uh, content that's durable that endures when the bombs are dropping and the bullets are flying, that exposes the work of the enemy, that equips you to live into the fullness of all that God our Father has for you. And I don't want you to miss on anything that we have. You can also go to our website, trexo.org. You can subscribe there. You get newsletter, all sorts of, uh, of good content. We're dropping these uh, Trexo whiteboards on our YouTube channel, which if you haven't checked those out, highly recommend you do that. That's kind of a fun and creative way, uh, a visual way to be able to communicate kingdom truth, get this in your lives so that uh, we can all step in uh, to the fullness and walk this out as brothers and sisters in Christ. Here we go. Running God's race. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. This is our fifth installment. I think this is 5 of 5. Uh, and I think this is going to be, we're kind of going to draw some stuff home. Uh, we know the passage. We've been over the passage. Uh, therefore, since we were surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we know that. Well, what are the implications of running God's race on parenting. What are implications of running God's race on parenting? Now, straight away, if you're not a parent, dial in because more than likely you're going to be a parent. You want to be a parent or you know some parents. Uh, And this can be super helpful to them as well. So what are the implications of running God's race on parenting? How does that affect my parenting? This is super hyper relevant for me. I got two kiddos, 17-year-old son, 15-year-old daughter, and I can tell you that the implications of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 on uh, my wife and I's perspective on parenting, uh, how we lead and teach our kids is profound. Absolutely, absolutely profound. And so let's 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 consider this and let's do it, do it in this way. Uh, how soon after your kid was born or your kiddos were born, how soon after uh, your child was born did you engage in Kid Olympics? How soon after your child was born did you engage in Kid Olympic? Kid Olympics for me is uh, something I use to describe the rat race, the race that we engage in as parents to compare and compete with one another over the achievements of our children. Kid Olympics is maniacal and, and it is never, never ending. And so how soon did your little baby start pulling up? How soon did they turn over? How soon did they go from turning over to pulling up? How soon did they start cruising? How soon did they start walking? How soon did they start counting? How soon did they start reading? How soon did they start doing their first words? Uh, and then and then and then the older it just the older they get, it just accelerates. 
uh, did they get into a private school? If you're doing a private school thing, and which private school did they get into? How did they score on their private school entrance exams? What did the school say about little Susie or little Johnny? And then, and then here comes the sports. All the sports. Here comes the sports. My kid's a starter. My kid's an all-star. My kid's the worst on the team. My kid's the you know what 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 whatever it is. Uh, sports intensifies, grades intensifies. Then you get into teenage years, which is where I am, and then it's all competing around where your kid's going to college. What what SAT score did your kid get? What ACT score did your kid get? And what college are they going to? And what's going to be their major? And and we're competing and comparing with our with our friends' kids about about whose kids are better based on their achievements. And then, you know, I get older and my kids get older and all of a sudden they're in their careers. And now all of a sudden we, the kid Olympics progresses and we're, we're battling our friends over the careers of our kids. So well, your kid's only a lawyer and mine's a doctor or mine's a janitor and yours is a CEO. And, and, and we feel these, my kids engaged and my kids still single and, and then marriage. And then, and then here comes the insanity of this. Then your kids have kids and you become a grandparent and the whole freaking cycle repeats itself. Now you're competing over the success of, of your grandchildren. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. Competing in Kid Olympics is powerful and, it's, and it is, it's maniacal. How do you get set free? Because it is very powerful as parents. You feel the pressure. If you're a parent, you, have, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not a parent yet, you will know what I'm talking about as soon as little Susie or little Johnny is born. Um, how, does one, how, does one, so how, does, how does one break free? How does one get free of this so you can actually enjoy parenting? And, and, and here's the implication of Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 on, on our parenting. You can get set free as a parent. You can get set free of Kid Olympics as a parent when you choose to parent your child according to Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. You, you, can, you can live and parent according to God's race that we have been working through in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. When parents are convinced that the race that God our Father has for us, that the race that God our Father has created little Johnny or little Susie to run, when parents are convinced that God our Father's race for little Susan, little Johnny, or little whoever is by far the best life possible for that child, then as parents, you're able to relax back in as parents, get freed from competing, get freed from comparison, from per, the, the, the achievements of other people's kids, and really relax back in and parent out of the overflow of the powerful reality that God our Father has created your son or created your daughter to run his race, his race, for their lives. It's, it is, uh, it, it's intense. The implications of running God's race on our parenting, on our parenting can feel intense. You can feel amazing peace and power as a parent knowing that you are raising your child to run the race for which they were, they were created. You're still going to be threatened. You're still going to be threatened to compare. Those, those threats are going to come. Um, but you have the current of the Holy Spirit and His love and truth to weaponize against, against those attacks because you're living in the overflow of, of the power of the Spirit in your life. You can still be tempted. You'll still be tempted to compete, but you can draw on the magnitude of our Father's race for your child and be brought to rest in the middle of those temptations. You can doubt you will experience doubt that how you're parenting is right. You're going to experience that doubt 
but you can react to that doubt. You can fire back at that doubt just by fixing your eyes on Jesus, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. The life of Jesus validates that running God's race is the preeminent way to live life, and it is the preeminent way to parent our children because Jesus models in his life the validity of running God's race. That's it is possible it's absolutely possible to be broken free from the tyranny of comparing and competing your children's accomplishments to the accomplishments of other people's children it is absolutely possible it takes power to do it because the pull against parents to compare and to compete is intense and so is is it is it, yes, it's absolutely, it's absolutely 100% possible to do it. We say, how do we do it? And here's the, here's the key. Here's the key to success. Parenting in the overflow of God's race, freed from kid Olympics, happens freely and abundantly as we ourselves engage in our own race. Engage in our own race, right? You know, before you even were a parent, before you were a parent, you still suffered from and participated in or threatened by the the desire the strong desire to compare and to compete your life against the lives of other people and the guy that you married or the girl that you married or the car that you drive or the clothes that you wear or the zip code that you live in or the job that you have and the meaning of the job that you have and the success that you have and the school that you went to and the degree that you got and the blahs and the blahs and the blahs and it just, it just keeps going. You yourself live a life where you are regularly threatened to compare and to compete against the accomplishments and the lives of the other people around you. My ability, your ability to parent your children and be liberated from Kid Olympics and to parent your children in the overflow of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 directly comes from, directly springs freely from your ability with the wars that you have fight and continue to fight, your ability to live in the overflow of God's race for you, for you. And then all you're doing, all you're doing in parenting is training your children how to run in the race and deal with all of the crap that comes against us, deal with all of the worldly temptations that come against us, the demonic temptations that come against us. All you're now doing is training them out of the overflow of the real-time boots-on-the-ground war that you're running, that you're living, that you're fighting yourself. So I'm not parenting my children from some kind of theory. I'm parenting my children from boots-on-the-ground, proven techniques, proven truths that work, through which I experience the fullness of life. I experience a quality and a caliber of life that I couldn't experience apart from running God's race in my life. Your life, before you were a parent, was sucked into and caught up in, or had the temptation to be sucked into and caught up in, a life of comparing and competing against other people as well. And so your ability to apply that same kind of freedom, that same kind of running freedom in your life to parenting your kids just happens naturally in the overflow of running of running your own race. Listen to this. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, Let us lay aside everything that hinders and the sin which so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance. So Hebrews, written Masamano uh, 70, 80 AD, somewhere in there, 70, 80 AD. And the author of Hebrews is, is declaring to you and to me, hey, in your life, you guys got a race, but, but, there are all these 
snarling things in your life that will entangle you and keep you away from or threaten your ability to run God's race. One of the things that threatens you or that seeks to entangle you is a life of comparison and a life of competing with one another. You, we, we, got, we got to deal with that. But th this was written by the author of Hebrews in 80 AD-ish. Let's, let's rewind a thousand years uh, to another person's writings, King Solomon. King Solomon. Let me show you how competition and comparison has been around forever, forever, for you and for me, for our lives. A thousand years before Hebrews, Solomon. Solomon says this in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 4. I love this. This verse has been really meaningful to me in my life as a verse that has really spoken to the intensity with which I work, uh, my attitude toward work. Uh, the, the godly perspective that our Father wants me to have in work, this verse and, and the verses after it have been really paradigm shifting in my life. Solomon says this, Ecclesiastes 4.4, 4, I have seen that every labor and every skill which is done, every labor and every skill which is done is the result of rivalry between a man and his neighbor. Every... Every labor and every skill which is done is nothing more than the rivalry between a man and his neighbor. And then Solomon says, this too is ridiculous. Vanity and striving after the wind. A thousand years before the author of Hebrews wrote his stuff. A thousand years, comparison and competing. Comparison and competing. Trying to run. This is what our lives look like. And I, I don't have the physical ability to do this. I don't. Maybe there are people on YouTube who can do this. It's like this. It's like we have one eye running this way and we got one eye looking that way. One eye looking straight ahead and one eye looking off to the side. I got one eye fixed on my goal and one eye fixed on what everybody else is doing. That comparison and competing stuff doesn't work. I don't think my brain can do that anyway. It just does not work. It, 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 absolutely, it absolutely does not work. So that when you and I, when we rest back in and we race and we run the race that God our Father has for us to live out, we experience that life that freely flows from there. Then we are liberated from Kid Olympics. We're liberated from Kid Olympics to parent our children in peace. Your children are going to see the joy. They need to see the fullness of life. If you're if running God's race for you is dry, if, if it's irritable, if it's scratchy, and then you're going to go tell your kids, hey, you should live like I do. You should run the race. And they're looking at you going, if running God's race looks like that, I, 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 don't, want, I don't want anything to do with it. And so we run God's race in the fullness and the experience the joy of the Lord in the midst of all of the life that he has for us. And our kids see that. Our kids see that. And one of, the, one of the coolest things that will happen as you embrace God's race for your life, embrace God's race for your kiddos. This is amazing. The, the, and it can only come from the Lord. What I'm about to say can only, can only come, your experience in this can only come from the Lord. When you run God's race that he has for you, when you parent according to God's race for your kiddos, you will actually be able to celebrate other people's victories with freedom. You will be able to celebrate the successes of your friends. You will be able to celebrate the successes of your, kid, of your friend's kids and not feel threatened by them one bit which is amazing, which is amazing because so oftentimes we hear other people's successes and we begin to feel bad about ourselves because we don't measure up or we haven't had a victory recently. We certainly that feel that way when other people tell us about the successes of their children and then we're starting to look at our kids and we go, hey, why? I wish you could be like their little Johnny or their little Susie or their little whoever it is. Uh, uh, and it's terrible. It's torture. It's absolute torture. When we relax back in and run the race that God our Father has for us, we feel the fulfillment. There's so much contentment 
in, in your life, internal contentment, knowing that you are running the race for which you've been created. You start to do that for your kiddos. Now all of a sudden you can celebrate. You become a source of life because other parents are like, man, Jim's celebrating the success of my kiddos. And it's super, it's, it's, uh, it's super, super powerful. Uh, undoubtedly as a parent, uh, in particular, as your child, as your child progresses into new seasons in life. So from infancy and to being a toddler, from toddler to being a young kiddo, from young kiddo being a preteen, preteen to be a teenager, and then into college. As they, as they progress into these new seasons, undoubtedly there's fresh temptation to compete and compare with, uh, with others that are in that new season as well. The threats, the, the threat to Kid Olympics, the temptation is very real and, and very pervasive. Then if you're, if you're married, um, you, you and your spouse may be competing in, in Kid Olympics at different times in different places. And so you can be perfectly chill, but your spouse is all jacked up or your spouse can be perfectly chill and you're all jacked up. And, and so it's not to point the, oh, you're doing Kid Olympics and, and to get on to them. It's just to lovingly, gently remind them that, hey, man, we're here to run God's race and God our Father's faithful and love, but to do so in a consoling way, in an empathetic way, because th- this is not easy. Running God's race for yourself is one thing. Parenting your kids to run God's race, something different. Dealing with the temptation and the pull to engage in Kid Olympics is toxic, but it is so powerful. It is so powerful. And so let's parent as a team. Let's parent God's race together as a team. Uh, and let's lovingly support each other as, uh, as, we, uh, as we seek to do that for our kiddos. Remember this, your child's life, little Susie, little Johnny, little Ella, little Aiden, Alden, little Alden, whoever it is, uh, your child's life is not accidental. It's not incidental. It's not coincidental. Your child, as you look at your child, not accidental, incidental, or coincidental. God, our Father, co-created that baby. God, our Father, co-created that child uh, with you. And God, God, our Father, loves your child. God, our Father, has life for your child. And God, our Father, has a race for your child to run. It, it may not be your race. It, it's his race for that child. Uh, your role is to model the joy and the wonder of life that freely flows when we live out God's plan. That's, that's your role. Um, there are many, many incredible benefits to parenting in the overflow. Many rich benefits. Being broken out of the chains of Kid Olympics is just one. It's just one. Hopefully, as you embrace this, consider this, that joy-filled, hope-filled parenting is absolutely possible. It's absolutely possible as we relax back in, as we relax back in ourselves and learn to live in the overflow. I pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who's listening to this right now that you would give them an encounter with you. We talked about last time encountering God. They they would encounter you in such a way that you would ignite their clarity and their, their confidence in the richness of the race that you have for them to run, the richness of the race that you have for them to run, Father, that you would ignite their confidence and clarity in that in such a way that for those brothers and sisters who are parents, you would liberate them from the tyranny of Kid Olympics. Father, you can do that, and it can only happen by the power of the Holy Spirit because the powers of this world to participate in Kid Olympics are so strong. Father, I pray that you would manifest that in each of my brothers and sisters who are, who are listening today. Uh, thank you for spending time with us in the overflow. This has been helpful for you. Parenting can be a raw deal. Please send it around social media to your other parenting friends. Let's get liberated with parenting the overflow of, of God's race together. Uh, hit that share button. Pass it around. You already know about subscribe. You already know about the ding a ling for the bell. 
if if uh, if you feel so led to help us to donate to what God our Father is doing in Trex, I will certainly put a link to that uh, in the contents below. Uh, otherwise, I'll look forward to being together with you again next time as we seek to live in the anointing and the unction and the power of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We live together in the overflow. Thank you for joining us in the overflow. To find a blog connected to today's session where you can engage with Jim and others, go to trexo.org forward slash blog. This podcast is made available through the gracious giving of people just like you. If you would like to help us bring more people into the healing waters of our Father's love, you can do so at trexo.org forward slash donate. We will be back next week for another edition of Overflow.